Welcome back to the second episode of season two, Two Dose Two, um, of the Ball Out with Ian K. Make some noise, guys. Ah! Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> the enthusiasm, I feel it. So uh, today, it's obviously me and Kyra as usual, but we do have our lovely, lovely friend on. Her name is Simone. We brought her on last Don't minute. Don't my full government name. Okay, her name is Simone. Um, Simone M. Um, so anyway, so yeah, Simone is on. We brought her on last minute because we had a conversation today and we thought it made sense for her to be on the podcast. We went through a sort of uh, situation last time we were all together. Basically, we were in Koreatown, me, Kyra, and Emily. We were waiting outside of a restaurant um, to go and eat. And I was very thirsty, so I decided to walk into a different restaurant that didn't have a line to get some, to buy some water. And right when I walked in, there was a waiter standing at the front of the restaurant. And I said, hey, excuse me, can I buy some water? Because I saw a fridge diagonally directly across from me. And the first thing he said was, no, there's cheaper water down the street. And he tried to basically push me out. He was moving towards me as if his body language was to say, you know, don't please like don't come in here. Said, no, I don't really care about if it's cheaper. I would just like to buy some water. I don't feel like walking all the way down the street to get some. He said, well, no, no, no. Like we're going to be closed soon. You can't buy any. I said, I can't, I can't just buy any water. He said, no. So I was like, okay. He clearly did not want me to be in that establishment. He like literally was arguing with me for maybe five minutes before I was like, okay, I'm not going to get this water. So then I went back outside and was like, that was really weird because the time on the door said the restaurant closed at nine. And at this point it was probably around like eight 30 or eight 45. So I went back outside and told Emily and Kyra, and since Emily is, you know, lighter skin tone, more white passing, I said, Emily, why don't you try going in there and see what they say? Emily walked into the restaurant and not even a few minutes later came out with water. So um, I went back in there and I was, and I explained what happened to the, I guess, a woman who I assumed was a manager. And she tried to explain it away and say, oh, you know, he's, He's new, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't know what he's doing, blah, blah, blah. But I'm like, well, clearly Emily was able to walk past him and get inside the restaurant that he was saying was closed. And he was the one that stopped me in the first place. He didn't even want me coming in. And I looked around the restaurant to see if there were any black patrons just to make sure I wasn't overreacting and there were not. Yeah, when I went in, um, I was in, I encountered the woman and I was like, hi, like, am I able to buy water and she was like yeah like i don't know she said she asked if i had cash because their cash register was down so i had to pay it with cash and then i came out with water that was it um but yeah so from that conversation though from when you came out um obviously all of us know that colorism definitely still exists um was that your first time with it though was that my first time with it uh no no, not like no that that wasn't my first time that was like blatant my first time but i've definitely seen it in regards to like me and other ways so um i definitely seen it before i just don't like like i try not to pay attention to it or i try not to like like when i'm with like my friends who might be darker skinned like and usually like it doesn't happen. I, I really can't even remember like separate times when it's happened to me or happened in the moment. And um, so, but I think that like, 
there's been a couple of times where I just kind of like try not like I just not that I try to avoid it or I try to like ignore it, but I just try to like make it so that it doesn't happen. I don't know how I do that, but like if I sense something is about to happen, I'll just like move whoever I'm with like away or I'll just like like go somewhere else or like I just will ignore the person who's like about to do something ridiculous. I don't know. I can't remember a specific time, but I certainly don't like being uh, around it. It makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> and yeah, so. The reason why I like, brought this up on the podcast is because it kind of started a discussion. Just because like, um, it just kind of like started an open discussion with all of us. And like the term, and like just our different interactions with it. Because like, I know Simone and I have like, I feel like whenever we go out of like the country, we'll like, experience I feel like we, we experience that all the time whenever we're, like, at a place that we're not supposed to be. Or, like, that we're not... Oh, they think we're not supposed to be. Yeah, so, it, and the fact that I even said that we're not supposed to be. But, like, if we're, like, at, like, a really fancy hotel in, like, a different country, like, on the, like, roof, everyone's, like, it's just kind of, like, a, what are you doing here? And they will even, like, almost, we, like, we, we get asked, like, yeah, yeah. And the, and the funny thing, Kyra, now that I think about it, is every vacation I've been on, where it's been all of us, including Kyra, we we go to various countries around the world. You know, my family's really big. Our families are all really big on um, vacation. We'll stay at these pretty nice luxury hotels, boutique hotels, and never once have we been on vacation and there hasn't been at least one person to ask, what do you do? What's your occupation? What are you doing here? One time they even assumed my dad was a baseball player. And he's like, no, I actually have my doctorate, so. Uh, okay, I will say that like, I feel like. Like, why every, like, why does every rich black like, guy be famous? And, like, why, if you're rich, why do you have to be famous to be rich? Instead of, like, how, like, if you're, like, you can just be rich in a different color and, like, white. And, like, that's just expected. It's like, oh, you're a dentist. But, like, which right. is also a rock joke. And, like, in terms of, like, even that interaction, I feel like that could, I feel like things can seem like small and soft and like even if you're hearing it from a different perspective you're like oh that's just a conversation or oh that was just a mix up but the thing is when you're like look when that's your life all the time it's not a mix like you know like you like know the science and it's just so consistent that it's like almost expected and like accepted and it's just and it goes deeper than just like those little interactions because those are the things that lead to like people dying just because everyone reacts to their like color like it's just it's it feels subtle at first, and I think it's shitty that it feels subtle. But when that's just your life constantly, where you're feeling like you're always watched if you walk into a store just because of your, how you're looked, or you're yeah. suspicious, or people around you yeah. are suspicious of you and your presence, it's like that's because of how they see you when they first like look at you. So like when Simone walks in and they first look at her, and they like instantly are like, "One cheaper waters down the street." That's like that's your. You don't say that to any customer ever. So the fact that that was said, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't gain you money. It doesn't gain you anything. So that just means I want you out of here. I yeah. don't believe you can afford it, and I want you out of here. You don't say that to any other person. That's not like, oh, like, he was in the back, so that's why he didn't say it to me. It's like, that no, was like first that's or something. get out. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Um... Um, I don't know what to say. Um, well, say your perspective. Like, have you ever, have you ever experienced that? Has anybody ever? Do you feel like your brother? Do you feel like you and your brother have different interactions sometimes? 
I don't think we have different interactions. He claims that, sorry, that sounds weird. I don't think we have different, I've never been with him and like felt like any sort of way. Um, he says that people look at him like a certain way and he just ignores it. Um, I, like I said, I don't never like, whenever I'm with my family, I never feel like they are being looked at a certain way um, at all. Mom or dad's out of the family. I always feel like I'm not thinking about that. Simone, do you want to say something? I accidentally cut you off. I'm sorry. Earlier. Oh, no, it's okay. I um, I think that it's not something that we're thinking about, though. I, I, I want to make that clear because I think that people think, like, oh, they're just, they're just, like, projecting or, oh, they just feel like this is happening to them all the time and they're being, like, um what's the word I'm looking for? Like they're like, they're searching for this, but I do think that you have to acknowledge when little things like that happen to you. And it's not normal. Like the first thing I'm thinking when I'm talking to somebody and when I'm on vacation is, Oh, what is their job? Like, I don't care about what they do. I'm just like, I'm minding my business just like they're minding theirs. I might say, Oh, hi. Like, are you enjoying the vacation? What have you done while you've been here? Those types of questions or even like, my dad, I was just telling Emily earlier this, my dad tweet, Facebook posted about this. Um, he went to a conference specifically for university presidents. It was specifically for university presidents. That is what he was there for. It was a forum. Um, it's a yearly forum. And somebody legitimately asked him, oh, what are you doing here? Like, who are you here for? And he had to explain to them that he wasn't there for anybody. He was a president himself. And so I think that when stuff like that happens, it's considered a microaggression because you wouldn't ask him, you wouldn't have asked him that if he was literally any other race. Exactly. Not even just white. No. Exactly. No, any other like, race. That's, 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 that's insulting. And I think, like, here's the thing, even in terms of your brother's situation where you, like, said claims, like, I think it's, and, like, how you don't notice, it's because, like, no one notices. It's, a, like, it's like Simone's situation where her, granddad, where her dad was there. No one, everyone else probably didn't think anything of it. No one noticed, but that was, a, like she said, a microaggression. So like even maybe even with your brother, when he said like he felt that way, it's not like anyone else is going to notice. But there's certain things that tip you off, and you're not searching for it. You're really not because you're just going about your life because that's your life. But you can tell, you can feel, and you can tell by actions and the way that you act. And sometimes that, it's innocent too. Oh yeah, yeah, sometimes it's innocent. Like it, it really. Sometimes people don't realize, but sometimes yeah. it is like to like it's slight things or like even bold things it's a whole range but like it's, they, to, they they're just wondering they need to know it's yeah like, you, have to, you have to go back and ask yourself would i ask a person what they were doing here if i knew exactly what this forum was for no i think in terms of colorism and like even the topic of it where it's like it's easier if you're lighter like if you're darker you're gonna get like it you're darker it's different it's not easier if you're lighter but like you're treated differently depending on how dark you are and like i like maybe like that's why even like when it comes to like white people and they don't like or just like the concept of hearing it when you don't deal with it it's harder to like understand and so like that might be why it's harder to like even like talk about it or like it's a different perspective when you hear someone say like i go through this and you're like i don't that's crazy that that happens but i don't see it that much i think that's a lot of people's reaction and it's just like yeah you, if you're not aware, if you're not constantly, like, if it's not just your life and, like, how you're treated throughout your, like, throughout that, so you're more hyper alert, then you're not going to see it. 
you know. Yeah. What's and the best it, way to try to remedy this? I mean, just calling people on their shit. Like, use your privilege. Honestly, yeah. like, you, like if you do that. Shit. Don't avoid those situations. Use those situations to like call people out and say, "That's why would you ask them that? That's wrong." Also, just like the process, like Simone going in and you checking and you using that to like yeah. identify that. That's exactly how you do it. It's like on like every sort of thing. It's not you. It's like every person and like every. But like that's, it's just like if that comes up, under like use it, use it to call people out or use it to like help identify. Because I think had I gone back in again, he would have tried to stop me. That was the thing at the store. That's what I also noticed. He stopped me from even being able to walk through, like, the, the tables or whatever. Because when you write walking right in, there's a bunch of tables. And there wasn't, like, a host stand. You could just kind of walk in. Mm. So, if I have done this, he it should have been me and then Emily. And then we would have known if it was, like, a second black person. In terms of, like, having darker skin, you know, with that company. We all know what that pretty much comes with sometimes, and it's not all the time. It's 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 yeah. not all the time. I'm able to carry through life because I have certain privileges. Um, that being, I, I um, we grew up with certain privilege in terms of uh, income. We went to private school. We were shielded from a lot of things. Those things also allow me to walk through life a lot easier than a lot of other people. So I think acknowledging that, with acknowledging that. You, you have to be okay with, like, those things happening to people that you know. You ha- like, it's it, because it happens. It's not something that should make you uncomfortable. I think it, we can't normalize. We're like, ah, oh, you know, it's, that's what happens. It is still like, okay, this isn't fine. But it's, like, okay with the concept that, like, I think aware. And, like, just like, okay, this is well, what the yeah, world is. Yeah, I wasn't saying it's okay. I'm just saying, like, you have to be aware that it's happening and you can't be uncomfortable with it because the more you try to avoid it, the less help that does to anybody. You can't avoid it. You can't avoid these situations. No, you're right. I, yeah, I need to be better and start saying something. You don't have to say anything either. Like, I'm not trying to put pressure on you. I'm just saying you becoming... Com- Becoming comfortable with that uncomfortable feeling, it's not necessarily a comfortable feeling for anybody. So I guess the better word is like accepting what's happening is really what is the most important piece of that puzzle. You just got to be aware of those things and not push them. And I think sometimes it gets pushed off as like, oh, you know, you're letting that be your focus or your your pain point. I'm like, no, if, if it was my focus or my pain point, a bitch would have been in humanities and point taken like i told you earlier today i'm (laughs) sorry that you guys both have to go deal with that in regular life or when you're traveling that must be very uncomfortable and uh stressful and what let's talk about we're talking about i didn't want to say it um um anyway speaking about colorism that goes to my tailgate invitee because my invitee is Malia Obama. And wonder what she's treated the way no other freaking first daughter is being treated. She's being everyone's snitching because she's acting like an actual teenager doing what every one of those kid, people who are criticizing her, her, her 
doing exactly what their kids are doing. Like, literally. How old is she? How old is she? Basically, what's happening is Malia Obama is always being taken pictures of and seen in, like, I don't think, I think they try to show her in a bad light, but people usually are like, that's dumb. Um, She's just being normal. But they'll post pictures of her at, like, a concert dancing with someone, and they're like, oh, she was smoking weed, which is, like, it happens. Kids that age do that. Or she'll be, she was recently in a scandalous uh, swimsuit, and the swimsuit was just, like, a black swimsuit. It was a black one piece. And they were saying that she was seeing, like, drinking wine. Uh, it wasn't Ryan. It was it was a uh, it was rose, an eighty dollar bottle of rose with her friends in Miami. Wasn't just a regular outing of drinking wine. It was I mean, like okay, we the best. Right? Her version of partying is going to be a little bit different than everybody else. <laughs> that's why she's the MIT. She can her hang. Everything that's been exposed about Malia Obama just shows that she. It's every reason she's invited to the tailgate. She's not just that bitch. Cool. She's hanging out. She's she's doing exactly what she's gonna be doing at the tailgate, except she will not be surrounded by snitches. Honestly, that must suck to live that life and be worried that your friends are gonna just take pictures and sell it. So anyway, that's my tailgate in my tea. Emily, what's your opinion of it? Yes or no? I'm down. She seems like she likes to have a good time. Clearly, so she'd be a good addition. Yeah. You mean Great. have a normal time like anybody else at the age of fucking twenty? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. She likes. To, she's not boring. She has a good time. Yeah. You know, she's like us, like uh, stars. They're just like us. Yeah, um, you know, she like she, her parent. You know, her both of her parents smoked weed, not just Obama. Michelle yeah, did too. They were both cool. Hey, like us. Meh. Yeah, whatever. Okay, good <laughs> good addition. Um, I agree. Maybe, hopefully, one day we'll get to hang out with Malia Obama. You know, that'd be pretty fun. Get into yeah, you you know what? You should visualize it. Visualize it. <laughs> almost happened so many times to like people like people we know hang out with her we're one step away i know we're like one degree she's of separation well y'all are more than me but yeah we she's always we all are anyway, okay so yes malia obama is my tailgate mit we have god and malia for <laughs> season two Make sure, thank you guys for listening. We really liked talking about race in this episode because um, we normally don't do that. And I think it's just a little bit of an enlightening uh, conversation for people to hear perspectives of. So, yes, there it is. Racial conversations are awesome. All right. So make sure to subscribe to our podcast, uh, The Ball Out with Ian K on iTunes. Um, you can also listen to us on SoundCloud. And you can follow us on Twitter at The Ball Out, W E K, that's on Twitter. And then we have our personal Instagrams. Um, Kyra's is at K Y underscore S E M I. Mine is at E M I H A Y D E L. Okay. So there's us. Simone wants to keep herself anonymous. So there's that. In private. She prefers that. So maybe um, you'll just get to enjoy her voice for now. But if you would like to hear her come back, say so. Um, but probably not. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Wait, wait, wait what? What? And I just like pictured like the reviews being like, actually, I don't want her to come back. <laughs> There's that. All right. Good conversations uh, about race. And I think this was a meaningful thing. Okay. See you guys next time.